0: Hi, my name's Tom and this is The Friendship Tapes, a brand new podcast all about fantastic friends and where to find them. So why create a podcast all about friendship? It may seem like such a simple thing, however, it is one of the fastest growing search queries in the world, yep, even more popular than what does Lindsay Lohan look like now. And There's good reason for that because right now people all over the world are finding themselves at a loss about how to make friends and meaningful connections as an adult so over the series i'll be putting on my detective hat and trench coat on a modest annual salary of two cheesecakes to talk to real people living in london in the hope of finding the answers learning about their brave journeys finding connection and friends in this big beautiful but sometimes lonely city so sit back make yourself a cup of tea and together let's discover the secrets to making amazing social connections
1: real people real stories real friends this is the friendship tapes with Tom Pinks
0: and I Our guest in this episode is Mr. David Graydon, the organiser of the Great London Friendship Project. As I like to call him, a Cupid for platonic relationships. I'll find out about the types of events he organises for hundreds of Londoners out there, but perhaps most importantly, why he created them in the first place. But before all that, let's hear about the man behind the organiser. very special guest on tonight, Mr. David Graydon, the notorious DG, and he's here to chat a bit more about the events that he hosts. But first, I want to do the 60 second interview. Right. Hard hitting, cutting edge, journalism at its finest. It's 60 seconds, hit like yes or no questions, bing, bang, bong. Let's get it done. okay? Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Dinner or no dinner? No dinner. Barbie or Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. Pens or pencils? Pens. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Soup or pizza? Pizza. Shoelaces or Velcro? Velcro. <laughs> belts or no belts? Belts. Friday discos or Sunday walks?
1: Friday discos.
0: Your favourite Pokemon is? Uh, Eevee. Wow, good choice. Your go-to item from a vending machine is? It's a hard one for someone who uh, doesn't eat. Sweets. Should wearing a bandana become more socially acceptable? Yes. Your childhood nickname was? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Big Dave. Big Dave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you were in the Olympics, what sport would you play? Um, football. Okay. pint of milk or a pint of dandelion and burdock? Milk. Would you rather live with no curtains or no towels? Uh...
1: No towels.
0: Ryanair, yes or no? Yes. And what's one thing you do just to completely relax?
1: Uh, listen to Tom's radio show.
0: Good answer. <laughs> the best answer. <laughs> there we go. That was the 60-second se- interview. I want to roll into more of a chat, more media. Meteor, meteor. Sorry, I don't want to bring, bring in the food puns. Mm. don't want to sort of, like, unsettle your stomach even further. But you're here because you are, how do I put this, a, a ringleader the organiser,
1: the uh, master... Uh yeah, organiser's fine. Organizer's <laughs>
0: no, fine. i that one, no, that's fine. Of the 20s <laughs> to 30s community, it's got 13,000 members. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, were you all mean, aware of got, that?
1: Well, yeah, no, we've got, so we've got even more than that, so we've got uh, across all of uh, about 30,000. 30, three uh, zero, yeah, 30k. Three zero instead of one three, yeah.
0: You're now a registered company under the name of the Great London Friendship Project. Oh, what is it? Who are you? Why are you here, David Graydon?
1: So yeah, so we set up the the project back in. It wasn't called the project back then. Um, back in 2021, um, kind of in response to. So many people, young people who were really struggling with loneliness after COVID the, um, you know, the social opportunities were limited, people working from home, people moved out of the, the like, of the city. And so, um, and there wasn't really an obvious place you could go to make new friends. Obviously at university, you have societies at school, you have all the clubs that you have. And it, for, as soon as you turn, sort of you leave university it suddenly becomes very difficult and uh, social circles inevitably dwindle and mm-hmm. so for me i i had this personal experience and i wanted to um you know after looking for so long i decided well there's nothing out there's not enough out there and so i wanted to help be part of the solution and find uh, find a way to, and so we started running social walks then those social walks came into social walks board game nights and then activity nights and it's kind of brought on a whole life of itself in the last uh sort of 18 months and yeah it's kind of grown to where it to where it is now and what do you offer 20s to 30s right
0: now in terms of events but also in terms of values and and sort of oh, a lifestyle <laughs>
1: I think the most important thing is community and belonging. Like I think mm-hmm. what um in London it's such a big city that actually um you never seem to say people twice rarely. Um and so what what we have created is really a place where people can um yeah sort of start to grow their social circles, uh, push themselves out of their comfort zone a little bit um whilst trying loads of new activities Um, finding people with common interests, and, yeah, hopefully making some amazing memories in the process. So we talked about, you know, you're you're an
0: organiser or a ringleader, sort of an enabler.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, an enabler has a sort of certain connotation, but hopefully, again, I'll I'll stick with (laughs) organiser. Stick with organiser, yeah, yeah.
0: How and why do you think the Great London Friendship Project has become as successful as it is?
1: I think, for me, it's... um, it's always been the regularity, and that regularity, it doesn't just, you know, provide a social space, but it means that the people who turned up two days beforehand can then reconnect with the people they met. It creates that sort of community because it's so regular, and I think people bought into that. And they bought into the fun, uh, light-hearted uh, events that we do. We do, you know, treasure hunts, we do um, silent discos, we do all sorts, and I think that... Appear- that um, diversity of events and the fun element also attracts people as well.
0: And talking about attraction, it is called the Great London Friendship Project. Oh However, I've been to some of your events and I've seen people who don't live in London, international oh. people who oh. have come and found friendships. What do you think is the secret behind Global Appeal? Global appeal. Global right?
1: appeal. I, I, it's funny. I actually got a, a a message from someone from Ireland saying I'm I'm out here for a few days and I wanna I wanna come visit today. So it's very personal. But um, yeah, I don't I don't think that our events necessarily have that global appeal. But you know, in the sense of like people, they come to London. The first thing they do is check out Facebook groups. They check out the things that's going on, and our events are very prominent. And so yeah, it has sort of has that. Um, everyone wants to make the most of their time in London, whether they live here or whether they're just staying here for two days. And so, I'm pleased that our events can appeal to people, whatever they were there and they're in the city for.
0: How do you count your successes with this group?
1: So, I, I think the hard thing with successes is there's a hundred and different, well, 101 different ways of doing so. But for me, what always, I suppose, what always inspires me is seeing, you know, those those clear groups forming and mm-hmm. seeing that you know it becomes it starts as just uh i don't know one walk but then you see them on instagram and they're on holiday or they've moved in together for me that you know um yeah that's the most beautiful thing when you can like the fruits of that of what's what's been created and there's this age-old myth that you stop making friends
0: after education. What I'm getting, I'm getting a sense of that uh, there needs to be this continuity. Why? Why do we stop making friends after university? And it's almost like a, a, an act of defiance in, oh. in that, like, no, I'm not going to stop making friends. Like, I'm going to go against the status quo. Mm. Now, you're just over a year since it since it all started. And as you said, how many people are you getting on a weekly basis?
1: So we we now get uh, sort of around 80 to 100 who actually show up on the day. So it is a fairly big crowd. We call it the, the human snake. Um, and it's quite an impressive feat when they're walking across uh, some sort of grasslands to see uh a sort of line of people sort of uh going back as far as you can see. But yeah, it's a very special uh special sight to see every week. Uh you host walks. What else what else is on the menu? So yeah, we also do a range of different activities. Obviously, you know, walking is great, but I think uh, you know, we have a range of different interests in the groups. So we do uh sort of uh some board game nights, we do activity nights, so that can range from uh, sort of go karting, crazy golf, shuffleboard, whatever, whatever is in London, whatever we find, uh, we will, you know, if it sounds fun, we will, we will we'll open up to our to our members, organize, organize all the logistics for them, and of course, um, yeah, give our own sort of touch to make it social and special. Um, yeah. But yeah, and do you think that's where your magic formula
0: lies in this? you can just sense the passion you yeah. have for this and it does come from the heart and I think it's worth noting that you don't charge um, for many of your events, they're yeah. free, the yeah. Sunday walk, totally free yeah. and you only charge when you need to. Do you think, if that's not the magic formula,
1: what is? what is making your events stand out amongst thousands out there? So for me, what makes our events stand out? I mean, yes, okay. So we we run them for free because, A, we want it to be inclusive. B, because, you know, actually community is priceless. You know, if you start charging 15, 20 quid, it's, it changes the entire feeling of the, the enterprise. And so for, for me, it was always very important. You know, it was free or at cost.
0: Would you say you're quite attuned to reading the room and, and finding out what, people want from an
1: event you know i can't always read what everyone's feeling and so we do go out to our members and say well what do you want what sort of events do you want we listen you know if people suggest uh, events suggest activities we listen
0: what is in store for the future 60,000 300,000
1: oh yeah for me it's it's not about uh, not about the numbers like i i think um for me what's important is that like i want to i want to always make sure that the events are as amazing as they can be i want Mm -hmm. the people who come to stay because i think that's what makes the community so special is that you will see the same places Mm -hmm. you will know that you know when you you turn up to event you know it's you know it's that community because the people there is what make it special so yeah for me that's the most important thing but yeah we have big plans we um you know we've uh, started speaking to all sorts of partners we wow. are um you know we've got uh possible uh, media coverage coming up very soon really? there's all sorts of things to get and and also obviously lots of events Mm -hmm. um exciting new events that we're going to be trialing in the next uh few months so yeah we've got a lot to look forward to but yeah for me i always value value success on you know on the people and the people who stay and um people who want to come back
0: what is the you know if in an ideal world and anything is possible what would be your dream event
1: my dream event I don't know. I mean a cruise. Uh, a cruise. Twenties and thirties cruise. I'll take over the entire entire boat. And you know, with Fill it with twenties and thirties. <laughs> um, we have, you know, activities and events going on throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all inclusive drinks throughout the throughout the wow. throughout your stay. Um, yeah, and yeah, lots of um, friendships made. That would be that would be the dream.
0: Well, there you go. That is what is in store for the future, <laughs> future, then. Perfect. We are going to dive into the happiest pub quiz in the world. Now, what I do, I take all of the happy news, the positive news stories of the week, and compile it into a nice compact ten question quiz for my very special guest. And David is on the receiving end of these questions tonight. Are you ready?
1: Uh, With trepidation, yes.
0: Okay, okay. Um, Doesn't matter if you haven't read the news or done a bit of research, some of it's pretty much nonsense. (laughs) Well, exactly. Yeah, there's a few of those coming up. Um, Let's crack into it. Question number one A new burger unveiled by Burger King in Brazil features pink sauce to mark the release of which upcoming movie? Barbie. Question two. Burger King also unveiled a meatless burger with how many slices of cheese? Zero. It was twenty. Twenty. Yeah, <laughs> it was twenty it's just cheese. It's two slices of bread with twenty slices of cheese. It looks ridiculous. Question number four. A snake was found in a bag of broccoli and Aldi in the West Midlands. What noise does a what noise does a startled snake make? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, <laughs> you had facial expressions I mean, as well. I'm so glad I made that, a video of that didn't go to- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Birmingham is the luckiest place for what? Think of people. Rain. <laughs> think of people. <laughs> uh, uh, what? I would think of uh, a national game. There's a big clue. Gonna push for an answer <laughs> volleyball <laughs> lottery winners apparently uh, yeah most lottery winners come from birmingham uh, question number six a mexican mayor married an alligator this week complete these sentences vote in a while
1: crocodile crocodile
0: <laughs> see you later
1: alligators
0: blow a kiss <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> blow a kiss jellyfish. Oh, I did right. not know that until okay. today. No, mm. I didn't know one. Question number seven. A man has put up thirty thousand Christmas lights, but how many switches does he need to flick uh to flick to turn them on? One. at uh, ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> it needs ninety-eight switches. Right. Um Question bad, number eight. A golden retriever won the guinness world record for fitting the most tennis balls in his mouth which was six tennis balls what noise does a golden retriever with six tennis balls in his mouth sound like
1: should i get the paprika in my mouth
0: (laughs) (laughs) and again oh (laughs) okay question number nine (laughs) Uh, hong kongers have been told to look at smokers in a disapproving way to work towards a smoke-free country look at me in a very disapproving way bang on. I've made a video of that as well. So that'll be going up on the socials. A solid effort there. I think you put your all into that. Uh, So well done for that. Right. We're coming up to the end now. And all I want to say is thank you so much for coming in today. I am a friend of David's and it has been really inspiring to see this movement he's made snowball into an sort of absolute behemoth now. Um, it's been really inspiring just hearing your journey, the inspiration behind why you're doing what you're doing and how well it's been received by the people of London. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Really appreciate it. Right, a pleasure to be on there. And there we are, Mr. David Graydon sharing his inspirational story behind inspiring tons of adults hoping to make meaningful connections right here in the city. And I'm sure you'll join me in crossing our fingers for a cruise ship of 10,000 friends you haven't met yet. And if you want to find out more about how to make great friendship, just simply Google The Great London Friendship Project to get your weekly lineup of the best ways to meet the best people. And we'll leave you with this from the late great philosopher winnie the pooh a day without a friend is like a pot without a single drop of honey left inside take care and we'll see you next time on the friendship tapes with me tom pinks real people real stories real friends
1: you've been listening to the friendship tapes with tom pinks